When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 504. Why is it so hard to say I'm sorry? Part 1, by Katrina Norman of themomchronicle.com. And I'm your host, Joss Marie. Hola, and welcome back to my show, where I'm all about helping you to optimize your relationships. And as you may already know, parenting posts are usually featured towards the end of the week. And today's post is actually by Katrina Norman, a new author on my show. Katrina refers to her website as a mom safe space where moms can go to lift each other up in a judgment-free zone. So here's to all the wonderful and exhausted moms out there. You'll love listening to this episode. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Why is it so hard to say I'm sorry? Part 1 by Katrina Norman of themomchronicle.com I said what I said and I wish that I hadn't. I had a really tough morning the other day. Getting ready and leaving for work was hectic, as most school mornings are when the boys are with me. It takes an act of God to get my oldest up. Seriously, the house could be on fire, asteroids hurtling through the roof, and he would sleep straight through his untimely death. This particular morning, two days shy of summer break, my patience was threadbare and exhausted by the sixth time I entered his room and realized it was 6.30 and I had yet to make my breakfast and take the dog out and find those ever-elusive car keys. When I finally did get said preteen to acknowledge me, he was mean and impetuous and nasty. He is 12 going on 16 and has the temperament of a cornered badger. Usually, I can handle his outbursts and offhanded comments and complaining and insults, but this particular morning, we were headed to meltdown territory. I laid out his clothes for him in an effort to make it as painless as possible. This is what ensued. He yells, Mom, I don't want these jeans. To which I yell from the kitchen, Well, find the ones you want. To which he yells back, I don't understand. You've had all week to do my laundry. Ugh! To which I reply as I throw open his door and stomp into his room, From now on, you can do your own laundry. I am not your servant. Stomp, stomp, frustrated groan, slam goes the door all by yours truly. I walked away with him whining in the background about jeans and clothes and his creepy mom. I tried to breathe, take a moment, but the moments were limited and we had to get out the door. I judged myself for losing my temper, for letting slip out, but there was no mercy from the child that yelled behind his bedroom door. And then, Mom, can you make me breakfast? No, Josiah, I cannot make you breakfast. I am late because of you. You don't have time now. More mumbling. The bat leaves his cave and comes out, tossing toast into the toaster oven and mumbling and complaining about how his mom couldn't do it for him, even after I tell him he doesn't have time. I let it slide, until he decides he needs five more minutes to re-toast the toast because it's not quite done. I'm telling him we don't have time. He's telling me he doesn't care. And that was the snapping moment. Who does he think he is? I do all kinds of shit for this ungrateful, entitled kid. 
The thoughts race, justifying and fueling my anger. What is wrong with you this morning? The words are clipped and barbed, ready to strike. My face is screwed up and contorted in an effort to ebb the flow of angry words I really want to hurl at him. Nothing. You're getting on my nerves. He spits the words at me, dripping with venom. You have been an ass all morning and I've been nothing but nice. My voice is getting louder and my face is burning hotter. No, you have been mean. You're frustrating me and that's why I'm upset. We continue to argue. I can't get a sentence out. He's going on and on, raising his voice over mine. And before I know it, out comes the scream. Shut up! The same game, round and round. And now I've let him lure me into the rabbit hole. And my mind goes blank and fills with rage, like only our children can bring out. And on the edge of my subconscious, I realize I've given in. I've cursed twice at my preteen, emotionally unstable child, and I've screamed for him to shut up. This magnitude of blowout hasn't happened in at least six months. I've been so patient and understanding. Then, I realize I'm boiling angry. I'm so over it. I'm a person too. I can make it worse or better. Guess what I choose? Worse. Noah, my youngest child who is always ready on time, quickly follows me out the door and into the car. Josiah is hot on her tail. We get into the car and I lay into him while he just answers, uh-huh, with an irritating smirk on his face. I tell him I don't want an I'm sorry and a hug before he gets out of the car because he is constantly like this with me. I tell him he needs to change instead of just apologizing. It all goes in one ear and out the other. I drop them at school and I am already late, but I still sit in the parking lot, way in the back, breaking down in tears for 30 minutes, calling my boyfriend who talks me down, and then starting a really tough day because of my tough morning. Keep in mind, I have done a ton of work. I am in therapy. I am in a program. I meditate. I pray. I journal. I read parenting articles about how to deal with children who are defiant and ADHD. I have sought out answers and I have changed. I am beyond patient and caring and all about love and acceptance and finding my own peace through mindful living. But mornings like this remind me that I am not perfect. I beat myself up, make myself think that I suck as a mom. I lose all grace for myself and find that at the same time, I am also trying to justify my behavior. The two voices in my head are speaking two different things, judgment and justification. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Why Is It So Hard to Say I'm Sorry? by Katrina Norman of themomchronicle.com. And I'll actually finish the rest of the post for you tomorrow, but I just want to say thank you so much to Katrina for letting us share her content today. And you can come by themomchronicle.com for a ton more. How many of us moms can relate to Katrina? I'm sure that there's many of us out there who can relate in at least some way or another. But with that, I look forward to sharing the rest of our reflection with you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.